Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. I was watching, um, what was it? I forget, but it was talking about breastfeeding is like literally the equivalent of liposuction. It's something like you burn 600 calories a day. That is like two. That's like a hit class. Yes. That's like orange theory, pretty much. It Yeah, because even when you run, let's say when I do three miles, I think I'm only burning near 200 calories. Yeah, I think that's about right. Because yeah. it probably takes you about 30 minutes to run, right? Yeah. yeah. I do an uphill I do my incline walk, which I, I pump the incline to 12. They say that's really good. Yeah, I enjoy it. And it's not that hard because I have the thing. I don't I feel like I've never talked about this on here, but this is one of my medical maladies slash quirks. OK, when I <laughs> one of my many when I start running, if I don't run for a long time, I have this thing. And some people have this, but a lot of people have never heard about it, where it's like when your blood starts pumping faster, your capillaries are really small. So you're you're squeezing more blood out of the capillaries. And I get like like really itchy legs and ass. <laughs> And so it's like, I can't really jog. I believe it. If I'm jogging all the time, like during the pandemic, I was into jogging. It's fine. It's like, I haven't jogged in like six months. So when I do it, it's like, here it comes. A nightmare. It's it's so... Um, Can you calm it with ice packs or something? When you stop running, it's fine. But it's, I'm telling you, it's like truly excruciating. Okay. It's like if fire ants were in my underwear. Yes. It's awful. So it's like, I, I just decided at this point it's like I'm not pushing through it because I have to push through it like five times and then I can just jog again yes I know sometimes you're like is, is it worth pushing through and what we yeah. talked about yesterday or low impact low impact where I'm like I've just been in that mindset of like I thought it in no pain no gain and it's not yes. the case, actually. Yeah, you don't have to kill yourself. Yeah. I know. I just think like as women, we're just like taught that it's just like we're always subverting, subverting ourselves, you know, for the greater good of looking hot. I yes. Guess. Um, and then also when my friend had her kid from picking the baby up all the time, her arms got amazing. Mom arms are jacked. <laughs> like we can agree. Mom arms are wildly jacked. When we had Ellie Kremendahl on here, I was like, look at her arms. They're freaking jacked. Yeah, I think it's from just having to pick them up like the whole time. Them. It's just like holding a bag of flour. Well, yesterday I was thinking this too, like, I feel like carrying extra weight has just been, I just have a weight belt on me. Yes. That I've been burning extra calories by doing stuff because I was like, um, I feel fitter in a mm -hmm. weird way. You look great. And I haven't, I'm not doing anything crazy, mm -hmm. but yesterday it was all moving and just like going down and coming back up. Yeah. And then you're like, this is the better than any workout I've ever done. I'm and telling I wasn't, you. I was just picking shit off just, the floor. Just pick stuff up. <laughs> I did a thing that was like, I was Googling, one day I was Googling because I did like a full house cleaning, which I love to do. That's like one of my, I, it's so lame to be like, I love cleaning my house. Well, you see results. You see results. You you take your mind off of anything else. It's a it mental rest. It frees your mind to see, yeah. get rid of clutter and oh, you dust and dirt and all that stuff. Yes, it's like so many things. You're like, I'm writing, nothing came out. Well, that was eight hours. Yeah. But when you clean for like six hours, you're burning like hundreds of calories. 
Yeah, and I after moving all the furniture, it was kind of like eye-opening to see how much dust we've collected where I was like, I think I might have to get some kind of cleaning service. <laughs> well, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Move heavy furniture once a month? Oh, I know. To like... To dust behind it? Who has the time? Yeah, it was just... And it was like, I kind of in the mindset of just like uh, out of sight, out of mind. But it was so bad that you're like, this is, might be toxic. Yeah, it's not good. You can't be... You should get a cleaning service to do it, I, I think. I think instead of night nurse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a cleaning service. <laughs> a night cleaning service. I mean, how many cleaning services can you afford with the night nurse money? <laughs> I, know. I mean, I can have a living maid. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. Um, how how is the move going? Are you fully moved upstairs? We do, but I think it's funny because it looks completely horrific, and we've. It feels like we've got more space, but it's closed off space, so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as open. So it's like. It looks like we are hoarders and I love to I would love to pretend that we're doing an architectural digest and that's <laughs> what our place looks like. like this is we've our staged vibe. It. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we've put together. <laughs> Pile of newspapers. I, it's really important to have my clothes piled up by the door so I can just dig yes. through them when I need them. Yes, it's a, it's a look. Yeah. <laughs> it's very chic. I know. Well, I do have to have, I have a big, the way I dress up my pile of clothes is I have a giant floor basket and I just put the giant pile into the floor basket and it's like, is this something? Yeah. I put a towel on top of it. <laughs> I used to joke, I also have a bad habit of taking my clothes that I mean to donate donate to Goodwill. Yes. And then because Goodwill is like a mile away to walk to and I don't feel like lugging. And sometimes it's closed on like Mondays. Yes. On one day where you're like, I'm ready to do this mentally. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then you drag it there and you're like, and I'm turning around with a full bag. <laughs> I just throw it away then. I mean, what can you do? They really make it tricky. <laughs> What can you do? I throw it in the river. But what ends up happening (laughs) is that I get this pile and then all of a sudden I'm like this. I'll walk by it. I'm like this. Wait, I kind of like that. I might wear that today. And then I always say it was on my last special, but it's like it's kind of like I started my own thrift store in my apartment. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. Well, hello. Ooh, free. Well, have you ever had this experience? Because I am always I was always like cleaning out, cleaning out, especially every time I would move every two years, just taking a big bag, disposing of it. Um, Then you throw something out. And then like five years later, you're like, what happened to those bell bottoms? Those were the coolest pants I will ever own. And I threw them out because they felt kind of itchy. And then you just romanticize the past and live in that. And you're like, yes. Uh, And then you're like, I'll never find the pair of pants like those again. Yeah. No, I have that thought a lot, but I did throw some clothes out, but I threw away my like forever 21 crap. Yeah, that's because okay. it just you looked ding, it dingy and oh, it wears so poorly. It does the it's neck got, gets like, all like sweat stains in the <laughs> armpits because it's like weird plastic. That's it's like how do I not yellow? I just yellow up everything. I know, me too. I have pits. That's <laughs> I, I like really have some armpits. Like let me tell you. Well, so we were talking about like Matt. Our friend Matt and Wayne and Steve Rogers came to help move. And it's, I was like, I hope you guys don't see our mattress. And I'm like, whenever you see your mattress naked, I'm always <laughs> like this. Am I just like peeing right out of my mouth? Am I peeing just a tiny bit? Yeah. Out of every orifice of my body? Yeah. I, it's wild. I could have a brand new mattress. And then six months later, it's like 
why is there a stain? <laughs> I've never peed my, I've it never wet like, the bed. Or like, just, co- I just drizzle coffee all over it. <laughs> yeah. What does it come from? You know what I do though? When I clean my mattress, I got really into this. I will take the dust buster and I vacuum it. I try to vacuum out the little, I'm, I don't know what's in there, if anything is in there, but it feels fun and productive. I've thought about that because there's a time on TikTok that was really into, I haven't seen them in a while. But I swear, I feel like they were, it was just Alibaba trying to sell products. And it was <laughs> the, like Asian person, and they come in and they speed it up, and it oh, has like yes. this weird they have machines. AMSR. Yes. They have machines in there, and they're, they're, they're using machines. Sh- shoes off, and, and then put it in this contraption that disinfects it. Then they have like their sunglass cleaner thing, and oh. then. They put their vegetables it. in a water and then they put in this pill that vibrates. Yes, it's doing something. You don't know what. <laughs> they have they have inventions in there that we have not, they have not drifted over to America. You're no. like, what's happening? And it's I, so futuristic. And you're like, I must have that. <laughs> Everything in there that they have, I'm like, I must have that. And then also I'm like, I know that piece of shit will break down in a week. Yes, they are not, they're not quality. Not quality, but... They started, I would see them every morning I wake up at 4 a.m. before my wife wakes up. And then it's just a guy vacuuming the bed. It's just bed. a montage. Yeah, vacuuming the bed, <laughs> vacuuming the couch. It's like, wow, your your space is really clean. I've and uh, They look immaculate. And I've never seen, I feel like that's a new thing is vacuuming your bed. But I kind of get it because every week when I change my sheets, yeah, I'm looking at the bottom and you're like, it's all like the little bit of dust that you collect yeah, or the dirt. dust mites and the yeah. skin particles and everything. Yes. It's wild. Well, welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Ten minutes in. That was a great intro. That was a great intro. I love to start with a grab bag. Yes. My thoughts. And, and then now, we trick you with stone dedications. Yes. yes. Now you will listen. Um, I do want to say we've gotten, we're up to 70 Patreon people. Yeah, Thank influx. you so much. Oh my God. Blessings and abundance upon you all. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon. You guys are making it possible for us to um, have a producer and he's gainfully employed and he's amazing. Yeah, You're helping the economy. You are helping the economy and you're helping us not continue continue to mess up the podcast on accident (laughs) because we don't know what we're doing um now i want to give a shout out first to lynn's lynn's thank you so much for joining this is celestite how gorgeous is this beautiful is this the same as this one that's i think that's the aquamarine but this is almost exactly the same this is a shade a shade um more purple almost yes the celestite this i love it's um inner quiet space um, it is elevating, elevating your mental state, relaxation, and it whispers of deep connection to other realms. Mm. I love the wording of that. Other realms. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, okay. Portugal. <laughs> I, w- I love the idea of other realms. Oh my God. Other realms is so us. <laughs> well, you're like, what are they doing in the other realms? That's what, what I they, think about yeah. it at night. <laughs> what are they up to? I love thinking of other realms that are as basic as this realm, where it's like they're just like heading off to TJ Maxx. <laughs> like, oh, comforting. They're buying a Live, Laugh, Love plaque, but it's like in Elvish. That's, I love that. Like, we find, I always thought it'd be fun, like, a. F- weird thing that you're just walking randomly somewhere and you're like oh what is this almost like being John Malkovich yes yeah. where you're like and then you lift it up and you're like 
did I just find another? Did I find a, a portal? portal? And then you go to the portal and it's that realm that's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. All oh. right, same as what we're doing. Yeah, kind of the exact same. <laughs> yes, it's so fun to live in the fantasy of another portal, but it's like, how likely would it be that you go and then it's just disillusionment? Yeah, and then sometimes I, my go to joke of stuff like that, have you ever seen the movie Event Horizon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting slowly sucked in. Did I love you ever it. see that one where they're like, what happened to the crew? And then they find the tape and it's just like everyone's covered in blood. Yeah. And it's like, I guess sodomy is happening. And you're like, oh, wrong realm. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye. It's like, or even were they in another realm or was there a predator aboard? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too. I've always, that movie has stuck with me of like. That movie is freaky. Did I, was I, am I the only one that's seen that? And do I reference that? And do people know when I reference it? Yeah. It's but in you a, know. It's in, oh, I know. It's in a genre of like the weird, 90s. there's something out there. Yes. There was another one where they were like in the bottom of the sea. That was a big one too. That was a big one where there was like something's, something's connecting. Like Leviathan and Deep Star Six. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. all of it. I love the Something's Out There movies. Of, uh, we're not the only ones. We're not the only ones, but the other ones are bad. Yeah. And they're causing us to do sodomy. And there's blood. <laughs> what a great excuse as a rapist. Like, I, I think it was an alien. Yeah. Well, the good twist would be you find out that's future us. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, I had no idea that <gasps> was going to get that word. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, um, anyway, back to the anyway, back to the stone dedication. <laughs> um, this one is some chrome. We've got Ooh, some beautiful. Chrome. I was thinking that was obsidian. Is that I, a term? It, obsidian is also. It does look like this, but this is chrome. I but think it this has is different diopside. crystal formation. Yeah, this is like a little bit rougher. And again, these are from our incredible friend and savior Jacob E. Downey. Check out his YouTube channel where he. I think um, he's back. He's, he's I've back. Seen him commenting yeah he fashions um oh sorry jacob <laughs> uh, that's okay i know it's hard for you to bend over don't worry about it leave it <laughs> these pieces of chrome are going to um an amazing new patron member patreon member our new patron jackie now chrome works with the heart and it mm. helps you release baggage and oh. it has worked. It just worked on me. Oh. So, Jackie, let go of that baggage and get out there and have fun this weekend. Let, yeah, let go of that baggage. Let go. It's so hard. I'm trying hard. to think of what baggage I have. I feel like I am I am trying to baggage? let go. I have so many things wrong with me. And every day, I think I know exactly what all of them are. Yeah. And it's like, the, here's the thing about baggage, okay? Like, when you're at the airport and you have baggage, you feel safe. Yeah, you your got baggage your things. keeps you safe. You've Those got are your, your things. things. You can't be. You can't just go on a trip with nothing. <laughs> Sometimes you need baggage. A really, yeah. Excellent point. Like, why are we getting rid of our baggage? <laughs> we need it. <laughs> our shoes are in there. Our shoes are in there. Our makeup. Our emotional shoes are in there. Like, have you ever been on a trip and your luggage was lost? You're wearing like the weirdest shop. shit. You're yeah. at the gift shop. Shopping, and now that's your wardrobe at a wedding. It's and, a tie-dye shirt that says Austin. Analogous of like, if you got rid of your emotional baggage, what you would end up doing is like dating somebody that wasn't meant for you. Yes, <laughs> you're just taking on the equivalent of a tie-dye shirt. <laughs> well, anyway, Jackie, let go of your baggage or keep it. Yeah, because that's your choice and that's your journey. Yes, and thank you for coming on uh, our Patreon. Now, this is our Halloween episode. Isn't that exciting? It is really exciting. I um so this year 
I'd like to participate, but just stay at home. But New York is weird. We don't get trick or treaters. We they never get trick or treaters. The trick or treating. Yeah, I think it's there's too there's too much fear for people to go door to door. It's a lot of New Yorkers being like, "Why are you coming over to what, my place what, and yeah. getting all my food?" Yeah, don't don't buzz. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I also think it's like, is there Leave anything? Me alone. <laughs> get out. I have a career. I have no children. Is there anything more? Um, like terrifying though than trick-or-treating inside of one of these apartment buildings where it's like paint is peeling there's a noise the floor there's a stain on the floor it's like a, a that's roach a, that's never been picked yeah, up just like ticking, ticking yeah. Around. <laughs> yeah so um that's why that's probably why because it's already scary enough in here year-round yes um i am I still love suburban trick-or-treating, and I think that's the only place to do it. I've moved. I've gone totally online for Halloween. So what I am doing, I do have a costume this year. I'm very thrilled about it. It is a DIY scarlet letter, so I'll be doing a pilgrim. Mm -hmm. But my scarlet letters are F and U, right? Yes. Instead of A, it's going to be F, U. I love that. Does that make sense, or does it seem like it will just be like foo? foo. <laughs> it might. We were like, uh, <laughs> foo fighters? <laughs> Not well, the correct spelling. So I think we, I've said this before on the podcast, not for you, but it's just like sometimes with uh, Halloween costumes for the general public, it's their open mic. Yes, that is true. A lot of explaining the joke. You do not want to be explaining. Maybe I'll do F period, U period. Yes. Because that way, and I can put the periods right over where my nipples would be. So there's an element of sexuality, which is key. And you always got to keep that in there. You, oh my gosh. You don't want to be, I had a I had a bad Halloween once. I was thinking of doing this as a storytelling where I did dress up as Pee Wee Herman. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens, huge fan. I dressed as Pee Wee Herman, but I didn't do like, there was no element of sluttiness. It was just a completely unironic Pee Wee Herman, a full um, gray yeah. suit, bow tie, and then I went out. I went out with friends. Ended up getting hammered. Ended up going to like a meat packing district, like bottle service place. Yes. And then I was like trying to. I like took my bow tie off, trying to make it sexier. I just look like Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and How easy to transform. I know. <laughs> Ta da! And it went downhill from there. Um, I love that costume because. First of all, Pee Wee Herman's voice as a child was the thing you could do. Yes. <laughs> that was the first thing that garnered attention <laughs> of people being like, do you the Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Pee Wee Herman. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's such fun. <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. And, you know, you, you always hear... I feel bad for him getting canceled for masturbating in the movie theater. But Wild. In a porn theater where you're supposed to masturbate. It was a porn theater. I mean, that was the 90s. Can you imagine? Like, what are people doing now? It's like, you're just jacking off on the side of the road and people are like, put him in a movie. Don't kink shame him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so, we just celebrate it now. Like, that's his choice. <laughs> Leave him be. Leave him be. Well, I wish that that had never happened to him because it's like, first of all, who was the creep who was watching him? Yeah. Or maybe he was caught on like a surveillance. I think it was Vite. It was just like they were cracking down. It was Florida. And and also it's like, really? In Florida? You're cracking down? (laughs) People are doing bath salts. Well, it's like weird to think that I don't even know if porn theaters are. I'm sure they are. It's just like I just haven't 
looked, but it felt like yeah. that was a thing of the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I guess You'd it's go not a to thing. a room and watch porn with your friends because your dumb <laughs> wife wouldn't let you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, those were the good old days. <laughs> Now, okay, so this was something we did have um, a guest today, but they canceled. But I want to say, actually, on Lady Journey, we're pretty pro canceling. Yeah, well, my thing is, what are we going to do? Force people to come do what are I have? I there's a lot of emotional Guilt distress. People, you're like, yeah, I cancel stuff all the time, and it always is because I've got something going on. Something's going on, and I always feel awful when I cancel, and I need the other person to set me. Right and be like it. This doesn't matter. It's literally a podcast. I'll find another comic. Yeah, or like, you guys can. Yeah, we're and, not like a live show that people were expecting. No, and and I also now love that this is the ethos of Lady Journey, where it's like you do you. Yeah, that's your journey. That's your journey, and canceling is. Uh, it's a path. It's a very lady journey thing. It is. Yeah. And also self care. Yeah. <laughs> Canceling is self care. Um, when you see like a cancellation message, and I feel this t- t- like the pressure to do this that's like eighteen paragraphs long. It's like yeah. you know that that person is like, oh, I I'm scared. I'm I'm in a bad place right I'm in now. A bad place. <laughs> We've had people cancel before, and I love. We're so oh, cool. Shit. We're so cool to be like. That's not my birth control. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> what if it was? You're like, something's taking I've care been of something. It. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking for this episode, so I'm really excited about this. We have lightly um, covered this topic before, but we're going more in depth on the goth aesthetic and the goth fashion subgenres. Yeah, and I think you can still incorporate goth into your life without people knowing. Yes. Meaning like, if like, you still like to... Ha- go through that life you can still choose like fashion choices to be goth absolutely yeah i I think goth is such an accessible fashion because it's like what is it overall it's just having um kind of this dark whimsy in your life this kind of like interest yeah like magical interest in the macabre or you know like death yes and i also think there's a lot of nature involved nature bones animal bones bones. i love a skull i love a skull well i because we were we're gonna go into subgenres but i also just it just clicked in my mind you're like i actually think fairy world is goth that's one of the genres yes. that's one of the genres i i love so i there's like all these different genres but it's really more like i would call them fusions with different other yes like goth fairy but when you say it you're like yes that makes sense that's goth yeah and i can't explain it it's just i think it's just like and it, well black black right black as maybe a main feature of the garment okay but then also just anything that's incorporating like a f- feeling of fascination with death and darker themes. I also feel like goth runs quite feminine. I do too. This is what I was thinking too, is that like there's a lot of feminine deepness and there's depth with emotional perception. Yes, because even now I'm like pink is goth. Pink is so goth. Anything that goes with black. Yes. Black is my staple in my wardrobe. And I love to, um, like, when I travel, you know, I think it's sometimes it's so boring to be like, well, I'm wearing all black. I look like a stagehand or something. But it's like if you really kind of lean into it and you accentuate the black, it's not you're not just wearing black, but like you're choosing like a darker lipstick. Yes. I love like the... um, the Kylie lip kits with the liner. Yes. Choosing a strong lip 
or doing like a smoky eye or a pale a paler face a paler face for sure like all of that stuff takes takes it elevates like a simple black outfit to like a gothic can you style. be tan goth I, I you know what that's it so funny feel like you can I wonder I, I feel like that is almost like Jersey Shore maybe <laughs> but, which is they have a goth look if they I do. think about the Snookies is the Snookies like the, the black, black hair, hair the black hair and like the swooping that symmetrical the bang yeah. yeah the asymmetrical bang like asymmetry does feel very goth to me it's interesting. It is. There's. I think you can almost take anything and pair it with like black, and then an aesthetic of, or you know, like the macabre, and yes. then it's goth. Like, like for me, for example, you know, I think that I could be like casual goth, or as I call it, Whole Foods goth. You yes. know? <laughs> I'm shopping out for my for my um grains, <laughs> but I'm where I'm in a somber mood. Yes, and that's cool. Yes, you know, like funerary attire. Yeah, maybe like a big hat. A big hat for sure. I love that. A gigantic hat buying bananas. <laughs> so these are the sh- subgenres that I went. So there's there's trad goth, which is traditional. Okay, that's like um, I remember in, in the 90s when I would go to this club. Every now and then there would be a very goth scene. And there was one guy that slept in a coffin. Love it. Oh, my God. I love him. In like a shitty apartment with like. <laughs> Uh, like a you know like a jar of ashes a mason jar of ashes on the from smoking cigarettes oh i was gonna say i was like a makeshift urn yeah (laughs) i love that i love the idea of like a a guy sleeping in a coffin because it's like you know he's sleeping alone yeah (laughs) ain't no room in there for a friend yeah there's no king size coffins (laughs) (laughs) you need a mausoleum if you want that it's like nothing's going down tonight you're like are you sure stories about my childhood How funny to think you're going home to hook up with a goth guy and he's like, Good night. And you're like, Well, can yeah. I not get into your coffin? Yeah, it's like you take the closet. <laughs> well, I guess like vampire that's what the feeling is, is they don't have sex. They but in, then they are sexual. There's very sexual. Well, I'm thinking of, of course, this is our favorite and I think a great example of the goth aesthetic, like medieval goth or Victorian goth, um, what we do in the shadows. Oh God, and I love that show. I love it and it's so gothic. It's like so vampire and it's, goth. Yes. It's so perfect, but it's like, yeah, they do have that sex party in the first season, but nobody ever actually has sex. There's just sexual activities. Yes. Right? Matthew Berry's character is always trying to get orgies happening. He is delightful. He's my, yes. That's how I know that that show is really good because every season that I watch it, I'm always like, oh no, this guy is like, like is the, the my favorite each like, of the characters is a favorite like yeah. for a while i wasn't into the vampire the energy vampire oh, yes but i now as time gone by i'm like this character is so good colin robinson yes he's a bit yeah he's like very annoying in the first season yeah, yeah. but he really like comes he evens out it evens out they the storylines all work for everybody that you end up really loving colin robinson yes yeah I, I, it's the writing on the show is it's one of the best shows, one yes. of the all-time best shows, and a great example of medieval goth, of which a sub-subgenre is vampire goth. Yes, which feels very kind of like there's some history involved. If you like history, I love I love vampire history, and I love people that say that they are vampires and they commit to it. I 
would love that. I, I do too. I yeah. And I've been on a vampire kick, movie kick lately. Ooh. I've been watching Let Did the Right One In. Jim Jarmusch. No, yes. that's a different the one. The Last Lovers. The Last Lovers. I love that one. Let the Right One In is so scary though. That's the Swedish one. Yes. And it's shot so well. Oh, it the suspense. Yes. It builds and builds and builds. I And it it's just... It's a really great movie. And the other, I just, I watched Bram Stoker's and it's kind of cheese Yeah, balls. it's corny. It's very it's corny. It's so corny. corny. It's like, uh, uh, uh. The one with Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, Dracula the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be remade because I love the Impaler story. Yes, I do Vlad. too. I, I like, um, I love the podcast Noble Blood. And actually, the woman that does that particular podcast is the wife of a comedian, oh, Ian Carmel. Sense. Do you know him? Yes, I ran into He's him. He's a writer for. He was a writer yeah. for Corden. Yes, yes. I ran into him, um, and he was telling me that that's his wife's podcast. I was like, I'm starstruck. Can I come to your home? Yeah. <laughs> but she does a lot of really great stories about these. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> And it's happening again. Um, my birth control alarm again, everybody, just FYI. Uh, I did take it already today. Um, but anyway, she's got a lot of great stories that are about um, different uh, toxic and psychotic behavior, ancient murders that grew into these gotcha. scary tales. And I love, I mean, I don't love stuff like that because it, obviously it's horrific that it happened, but it is yes. interesting to me. Uh, in the darker side, in the macabre way, in the goth, you know. Well, I do think goth has a dark side. It's got it's got a dark side, and it's like yes, take me there. Well, I w- well, I was just gonna say, I feel like when uh, some guys get involved in it, it feels like I'm getting you're getting groomed. <laughs> yeah, Marilyn Manson is a type of goth. I would consider him to be the punk style of goth, where it's like the, you're goth with the white face, the black. Um, but then there's also elements of the punk uh, fashion culture, which is like spikes, rips, yes. patches, he, safety pins. I feel like anarchy kind of is the transition into steampunk goth. Yeah. And steampunk is it's such a I'm hilarious. I'm so fascinated by it. I love it's it. It's old, but yet new. Yes. It's like it's like a parallel it's future, history. But it's the future, but everything looks old. I also saw I when I was looking up um, these interesting styles, there was like a whole punk uh, like genre where there's punk combined with other stuff. So there's steampunk, then there's diesel punk, which was like 1940s, like mm. uh, between the wars aesthetic, but also with diesel technology. I'm picturing pinstripes. Pinstripes, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like bootlegging, but yeah. with like a spiky haircut. Yeah, almost kind of like borderline peaky blinders. Oh, yes, absolutely. Dressing, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also cyberpunk, which is like, like 80s Ma- the matrix we're thinking i'm thinking yeah. dark black like trench coat mafia stuff yes yeah and then and then like computers yes computers going and you're hacking in the mainframe yeah i'm, yeah. A, I'm in the paywall <laughs> i love <laughs> i can read the new york times i'm on my fourth article that's what i was hoping for my haircut when i got it i was like trinity you know yeah. it's kind of not there anymore because it's you know no i think it's good i've always right, said like, haircuts are the best after like a month. Right. When it grows out a bit. Yeah. Like I'm saving Neo is Jesus. Yes. And I'm saving him. 
Now, another goth era is, uh, let's see, Victorian, which I think is very... Um, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, that's it's like that's like steampunk without the tech. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Steampunk is like very Victorian with like the their their Long dress and their garb and a top hat. Yeah, it's like if fashion never evolved. It's <laughs> I love steampunk too when they're always like flying around on blimps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things like if fashion, like, it's so hard to go 100%. Yes. Because you're not getting taken seriously. Like, <laughs> I remember yeah. this one made me laugh. My niece or my nephew is went through, like, that kind of phase. Like, yes. wanted to wear a top hat and coats. And then we, it's so funny. I wish I could make a little short of this, but we went to go spread my dad's ashes in our childhood home mm-hmm. in a subdivision of a middle class suburbs. Mm-hmm. And we were let's we were like, let's go at evening time and be inconspicuous. And here comes <laughs> my, my nephew in a top hat. <laughs> With a, a monocle. <laughs> yeah. As we're on property dumping my dad's ashes. Yes. <laughs> that I was like, do you have to dress steampunk at this moment? Right. I will we're say in the suburbs. I don't know if it's legal to throw ashes in a in an abandoned Re- building, a commercial, site. yeah, yeah. A resi- residential area. That's hilarious, and I will say I commend people that commit one hundred percent to their outfit choice because it is hard. Like I did go to a goth party once that was hosted by my friend, so I was just trying to, you know, go through the subway not in like a full black hoop skirt. <laughs> Bumping into people, but of you know? all the places you can do that here, yes, You're New York like, is I'm the place Broadway. to do it. Yeah, excuse me, but I did. I wore a, I had a velour um, shoulderless top, so yes. it was like I hugged the shoulders. Then I had, I had a black turtle or a turtleneck. Oh my god, a black choker, <laughs> which I dressed it up with, and then I did dip my toe into the black. It's a hard lipstick. lipstick to wear. It is a very it's, hard it's lipstick. It's harder than red. It's And first of all, it will not come off. Yes. But I had a great, I, I would recommend like if you're looking for a goth, a more wearable goth lipstick to go with a dark brown or like a berry. Yes. Something that is not going to, people are going to like snap their head back. Yeah. Where know. it goes kind of that greenish color. Yeah. Yeah. I had, my, I had from ELF, ELF, um, it was a not quite fully black, but a very deep purple. And I did also get a, I think I lined my lips with black eyeliner just to keep yeah. it in because it's really hard. That's a one where it's like you get a weird smudge and it's like, and now I have a cleft palette. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was wearable. And I think I did my I did like space buns for my hair, like yes. two little space buns. And I was pretty proud of my outfit. Yeah. Well, there's nothing when you get the look down, there's nothing worse when you're like, this is what I have to look like. You get your inspiration board, but then you go shopping for it and you're like, they don't. Okay. So they don't have this. Yeah. I, I, okay. So I guess I'll just have to wear these TJ Maxx heels. Right. Right. You're like, <laughs> for my, pil- my pilgrim outfit. Yeah. You're like, well, it is black, but yeah. It's, and it's then tough. it's a conglomerate of, you're like, Ugh, I just look you- like Marshalls right yeah. now. I don't look like anything. I look like the discount rack. It's hard, I think, too, with goth. That's with, why it's hard to do a look. Yeah, with some of these aesthetics, these like particular goth aesthetics, like um, 
Lolita, which is more of an Asian influence goth with like gotcha. baby doll dress, black baby doll dress, or like I picture Anna Sui falls into that that fashion designer. Yeah, like yeah. these are, have like a lot of I see like a lot of harnesses or like, like harnesses straps. Um, they have uh the what's it called when it's like the string goes back and forth like that kind of corset, corset like that yeah. kind of corset thing. Those look great, but it's like you might not have that in your wardrobe, and then you're buying it. To, you're spending like a hundred dollars on it to wear once and you're like why did i do that yeah and then you show up to a comic hang yeah and you're in a i was <laughs> and they're like whoa and you're like that when fuck I was, you guys yeah i was thinking that when i was at a festival there was a woman in a fabulous outfit that was like um blue sequin halter and matching pants she looked incredible but i was like could you imagine if i was wearing that right now hanging out with three guy friends of mine like hi <laughs> coming I- through <laughs> <laughs> always think that because you're like I want to indulge in that world yeah but like I've already established this is me yes like what this is, this is how I, I turn out casual yeah. that's why I'm very into like I could almost say that you know this is a bit goth you know not the pants yes. but like if I did like a black flowing skirt if I went deeper with the lipstick if I went a little smokier with the eye um, you know maybe maybe like a little black hat or something on top of it I feel like you can do goth in a way that you're you're like scratching that itch yes. to be like I'm I'm a modern Elvira. Yes. Well, I always feel like the closest I can get to it is I think they call it almost it feels like indie sleaze. Yes, like a hipster goth kind of. Yeah, like yeah. the t-shirt with the band on it, wearing denim shorts with yeah. a tight and then you wear like a Mary Janes that have a chunky heel. Yes. Or a, a chunky loafer. Totally doable. Yeah. Total, I, I I do like that hipster goth aesthetic that's kind of like it's not really goth like traditionally, but it's like combining a lot of like the some of the punk some of the emo yes and kind of putting it all together where you're like I've created something new here and it's modern and it works for actually going out and hanging out yes where it's not too crazy I also put you that show in- up fully goth and people are, you're like I've been through a breakup <laughs> well, like doing- like Lydia from Beetlejuice yes, wearing yeah. the like I myself have they've always said been dark in nature or whatever yeah. her quote is where you're like okay her. Sarah yeah yeah <laughs> hello I'll be reading a poem <laughs> But I remember one time on Conan, she uh, she did a lot of stuff for NPR, This American Life, Sarah mm-hmm. Val, mm-hmm. and she had written a book and he and it was a chapter about going goth and she uh, found somebody that was helping her transcend. Oh, I love this. And they were talking about naming, and I thought this was really funny, like giving yourself a name. And she's like, "Well, what name do I give?" And she's like. You know, something that you're kind of like scared of. Ooh. You know, like, I guess like spiders or oh like my God. dark. Oh my God, rat, subway yeah, rat. <laughs> subway rat. But hers was Becky and they've, they're have they like, you've gone really dark. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my so goth great. name is Becky. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. We have a couple Beckys in the Patreon. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> um, well, one thing I love about goth too is like with these, with these fusions, like the fairy goth or the similar pastel goth is that you don't always have to be in all black. You can actually combine the black strategically with these other amazing colors like the pink, yeah. with the lavender. If you have like maybe like some of the black straps as accents or the black lipstick yes um i always think of like stevie nicks trans 
goes from goth to the fairy world. Yes. She, yes. Yeah, she is like a Whimsy. pagan. Yeah. She's kind of like straddling the line of like pagan, like worshiping the moon goth. Yes. And I love that. She, that's also the goth aesthetic that I like, enjoy. Yeah. I like, I like it too. Or where there's like, it. yeah, fusing it with things that are like a little bit more wearable in the day to day where you're like, I'm going to a party. I want to be goth, but let me not, you know, let, I don't want to, I don't want to come in like I've got major baggage going on in my life because it does feel like, you know, some of these extreme styles, while I appreciate them in theory, you think about like, uh, I don't want to be calling that much attention to myself when I'm in kind of a casual setting. Yeah, well, I just remember I worked with a guy that I knew that was his outside work lifestyle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he would bring it into work. Mm-hmm. And he was a property manager. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nudist. I'm but, a property manager and a nudist. And he'd be like, he'd also do keto. He would vape. He yeah. was all over the place where you're like, I love that you're goth, but you're just like a property manager. <laughs> I'm managing evil properties. And then, but you take HR seriously because yeah. he also handled the HR, <laughs> even though he is the guy for Secret Santa that instead of getting him a president, he donate was the to Palestine. Palestine guy? Yeah. <laughs> As an HR person, I was like, "You're this is wild behavior." But that's what I love about like your when your coworkers goth, or, deeply committing to the. Could you yeah. donate to Satan? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, my goth, my goth um, expression is like I'm talking like taking your little black dress and accessorizing it and going out into the world. Maybe nobody can tell that you're goth, or maybe you've chosen like a bit of a dark like russet potato or like an oxblood lip color. You're gonna love oxblood on Ugh. fingernails. Oh my gosh. Oxblood. Classic I fall. have to say for white skin, I do think oxblood is one of the only, that's one of our only colors that we're working with. It's like orange. No. Yes. But for this color of skin, you look like, oh my gosh, you just came from sucking someone's blood. Yeah. And I actually think it's um, better I mean, it's than a black. On all skin tones. Than a, like a black. I don't black. like black. I don't like black yeah. nail polish. Well, that one's a really hard. I feel like anytime you ask for black nail polish at the nail salon, you could feel them go like this. Yeah, they're like rolling <sighs> their eyes. Sure. Like when I used to wait tables and somebody wanted hot tea, I'm like this. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it. We'll I'll, get it. I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> I got to go to all four corners of the restaurant to get your fucking tea. <laughs> no, you were saying you had a, a goth phase in high school. I did slightly. So there's a music club that I love going to and it's still around and I still go to whenever I'm in Houston and it's called Numbers. Okay. And every Friday they play 80s music, but it's not 80s Mm -hmm. like top 40. Mm -hmm. It's you got Bajas. I've got Warm Leatherettes. I got Susie and the Banshees. You got Cure. Um, Some deep. Uh, a lot of industrial bands were kind of emerging in the 80s. Oh, very cool. Um, so it has like, if you wanted to goth out, you could goth out. See, that's the and place it was full to go goth. full. That's the place to go full because goth, the fashion did come from the music. Yes. You know, the punk movement in the 70s is kind of the predecessor, I think. It had like, uh, who's the guy that I love? He has a dark, a deep voice. Uh 
Uh, Peter Murphy, cut Peter you Murphy. up. Yeah, oh, that one. Yeah. I love that song. Oh my gosh, I love, I love the whole vibe of the punk genre as a kind of like a um, response to the hippie era of like peace and love. It's like yes. now it's anarchy and it's Mad Max Thunder Road. Yes, we're running out of water. There's <laughs> yeah, something apocalyptic. sexy. There's yes. something sexy about it, except for like then when you you know are in that lifestyle too long and you commit to it too deeply and you're like, well, that guy is a dud still. He's yes. still a dude. And you know, it's always been really nice about goth. They're always generally really nice people. Yeah, they know we're all going to die soon. Yeah. They have it in the forefront of their minds. It's like they're dancing skeletons. Yes. There's Meaning no like, snobs. we're all going to die. Let's have a good time. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy the, the end of the world kind of situation. Yeah. Um, when you know I was, who I was thinking of oh, that's yes. also goth is Nick Cave has kind of a okay. Western goth to oh, my feel. Yes. And his wife is a fashion designer I have a well-known brand and it's called Vampire's Wife and it's very goth yes. and those dresses are so cute and all the celebs like oh wearing gosh. them. I have to look this up. That sounds she, fantastic. She would have, she did a little line of jewelry and clothes with H&M but they had jewelry where it would be like uh, a mouth with fangs. So cool. Um, and the dress looks like something that Morticia would wear. I love Morticia. But that you could go to the office with. And it goes yeah. in not dark colors, but you can get them in pinks. And it's almost like a Chanel suit, but it's got like a gothy Ooh, feel to yeah, it. Yeah, like Daywalker goth. Yes. Where you're like, I'm out, I'm out and about. Yes, I'm running errands. I love fashion subgenres. This is something that I'm really into now. Like just the fusions, combining yes. stuff, picking an aesthetic and being like, I'm just going to fully commit to this. This yes. is my personality. And and enjoy. I have to show you the dress. It's a dress that I would like. I'd like to wear this on for late night yes. or something. Oh yes, I'm gonna put it in the notes. Put I it will in the put notes. It in the- um, but I, actually, we're kind of running out of time. This was a, an amazing episode. We went full goth. We went full goth, and we encourage you guys to do it, too. If you do anything fun for Halloween, do tell us. Which is kind of weird, because we ended up wearing all black. But I have to tell you, like, I felt like slumming it today, and I couldn't yeah. find all my clothes. But I was like, I'll just wear black. I uh, Black is a and go-to shorts. for me. Black is a go-to. I think especially East Coast. It's very, like, East Coast. Like, I'm having a latte now. It's Excuse a look. Me. It's a cohesive look without trying hard. East Coast is very... It lends itself to the vampire lifestyle. Well, somebody just brought the. I know we're closing, but somebody I saw this. No, as go a, for it. We'll uh, go for another forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. A TikTok assertion on fashion, talking about like they just noticed. You know, remember growing up, like day to night looks. Oh yes, yes. And you're like, why is this? Why is this a thing? Right it's in New York, because you actually are going day to night because you're never going day. home. Yeah, because you're. It's too far. I love it day to night forever. looks. Yeah. I love day to night looks where you're like, and now I just put on mascara. Yeah. And it's nighttime. It's the best. Yeah. Anyway, and Lady Journey. Lady Journey. Please like and subscribe and follow yes, us. Follow. Lady Journey.